0: We have three main jobs identify the deceased, determine the cause and manner and death of the deceased, and notify the deceased next of kin. And the JNET bill would definitely help us and assist us in identifying the next of kin and in identifying the deceased. And we used to have access to JNet, but a coroner abused his authority with that and they took it away from all of us. The governor just signed a new law that says any unidentified bodies we have, within 48 hours we must submit a DNA sample to the Pennsylvania State Police Crime Lab. And if we can get JNET and help us identify that person within 48 hours, that's going to eliminate some work for us.
1: By the way, did you know about coroners? Welcome back to By the Way, Did You Know? This week we're talking about coroners and with me today I have Cumberland County's Coroner Charlie Hall. We're talking about House Bill 2088 which is a bill that deals with coroners, and as I said, I have today with me uh, the Cumberland County's coroner, Charlie Hall. So, Charlie, thanks for being here. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. So, so Charlie, you know, before we get into this, let you know, you're the coroner of Cumberland County. You've been a coroner for a while. You know, when you guys get a call, or you, you know, how how does he, how do you go about? How does the coroner's office get notified about uh, a death, or or what what's that process for you?
0: We we generally get notified via our county dispatcher they'll dispatch a call maybe to a police department or a emergency services company and when they get on the scene they realize someone is is deceased and then they will call for our office and then the county dispatcher will call us and dispatch us to the scene
1: and so what kind of deaths do you need to to go to is it every death you know it, how does that work
0: it, well it's not every death uh it's Anything on witness uh, as far as, you know, like an on witness death, anything violent, such as suicide, homicide, any accidental death, like auto crashes or anything like that or anything else that looks suspicious.
1: So I imagine you got a pretty big office of of, of folks that help you out with this?
0: Yes. I have 11 full-time deputies uh, and I have a wonderful staff.
1: We've talked offline, but I know you, you do a good job of getting training and, and making sure your staff are certified in, in areas. Can you talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, there's a national certification by the American Board of Medical Legal Death Investigators, and four of us in the office so far are, are nationally certified, and I'm working on getting the rest of the office nationally certified. And That's a pretty extensive process. You have to have so much experience so much education and con ed and so forth before you even qualify to take the test for it. And then the test is pretty extensive. And then once you get certified, then you have to maintain so many hours of continuing education to keep that certification. And I'm also working on getting the office uh, nationally accredited by the International Association of Coroners and Medical Examiners.
1: So it really leads into this bill and why it's important. Uh, So coroners generally are part of the crime investigation, whether it is a crime scene or it's an investigation to determine if it's a crime scene. Unfortunately, however, they don't have access to some records that are generally permitted to other criminal justice organizations. Is that, do I got that right?
0: And we used to have access to JNET but apparently a coroner abused his authority with that and they took it away from all of us. Instead of punishing the coroner that abused it, they took it away from all of us and it has really hindered our uh, abilities to do what we need to do. Can you explain what JNET is? Well, it's part of the uh, PennDOT Department of Motor Vehicles where we could run names and addresses and get photos off their driver's license to identify the deceased. If they're an organ donor, uh, uh, marked on their driver's license it will give us that information and it also gives us their address and so forth so we can initially start trying to find next-to-kin to notify the next-to-kin.
1: And without this information, I imagine it's pretty difficult to do these necessary things.
0: Yeah, we have to rely on other software programs that cost our offices you know, a considerable amount of money every year to be able to use that. We have clear, we have accurate, those type of programs that we use to try to find next to kin, but it, it sort of hinders us.
1: So PennDOT here, you know, looks like this is just a case of someone screws up and they, they punish everybody here. It, you know, why, why is this going to help you do your job better?
0: Well, uh, the big thing is the photographs on their driver's license. Uh, You know, a lot of times we'll get to a scene and we'll have an idea who the deceased is, but we're not positively sure because they have no ID on them. They don't have a driver's license with them or whatever. We can run that name through the JNET system and call up the photograph and look at the photograph and look at the deceased and make a positive identification. And like I say, it also tells us whether they're organ donors because organ donation, which is a, you know, it, it's very important for organ donation and gift of life and everything is doing a wonderful job with that. That is a time sensitive situation for organ donation. They, you know, those organs have to be harvested in a certain amount of time or they're no good. So if we had that information right up front, we know they're an organ donor. You know, Gift of Life can be contacted and so forth and so on.
1: Yeah, extremely, extremely important. I mean, if if folks take the make the decision to be organ donors, we certainly want to let that go to waste. Uh, I, you know, it's a terrible, terrible thing. And just because of one bad actor, we it really is unfortunate that your job is now difficult.
0: Yeah, and there's also a section in JNet that. that Not every driver uses it, but they have emergency contact information section on their driver's license. And if everybody used that, they would have an emergency contact information that we would be able to access with JNET. So, you know, that would give us a head start on finding uh, next to Ken.
1: After our conversation today, I I, I don't see why... Uh, coroners aren't considered criminal justice agencies it sounds to me that you're, you're well within that category and, and I think this bill will, will do a good job of, of getting you back into that and, and, and kind of correct a wrong that PennDOT's made here.
0: Right, and we are part of the law enforcement community. Uh, You know, we assist law enforcement all the time on uh, on death scenes. In my staff, I try to hire people on my staff that either have medical EMS experience or police investigative experience, because they work hand in hand. The governor just signed a new law that says, Any unidentified bodies we have, within 48 hours, we must submit a DNA sample to the Pennsylvania State Police Crime Lab. You know, that's gonna put an extra burden on us, and if we can get JNET and help us identify that person within 48 hours, that's gonna eliminate some work for us, so.
1: Well, great. Well, thanks, Charlie, for being here, and thanks to Charlie Hall, the Cumberland County Coroner, for for participating, and thanks for helping us explain this bill to, to folks.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Thanks for tuning in to This Week oh, and By The Way, Did You Know? Remember, you can catch all of our podcasts on my website at www.repecker.com mypodcasts.